Welcome to the Stepping Up Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Kinkrick, a busy working mom who spent years searching for the perfect career and balance, only to find it's not about the job and that balance is not even real. I have found myself in love with personal development, which has led me to leaving my full-time job with nothing but a prayer and a ton of faith. Today, I'm bringing you inspiration through my own journey and interviews with amazing people who have followed their dreams and teaching you how to love yourself and become who you are meant to be. It is time to redefine life as a working mom. And I hope that you find the inspiration here to follow your dreams and take your own path through this podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Stepping Up for the Working Mom podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Gingrich, and I'm so, as always, so excited to be here with you and so thankful for you for listening and checking out the podcast and being here with me. So what I want to talk about today um, is a little interesting. So I have been feeling uninspired and, and not necessarily uninspired, but my energy Yes, let me rephrase that. My energy since the holidays has been focused elsewhere. There's a lot, and I think I might have talked about this the last time I recorded an episode, which was not the previous week, which was probably two weeks ago, but talking about how um, life ebbs and flows and how I was feeling guilty because I wasn't working on podcasting and I wasn't working on getting my social media posts out and I was truly internally focused on things that were happening with me and my family and what was going on in my life and you know things that needed to be done here and I just posted about this in uh, my stepping up for the working mom mastermind group and I said to the ladies you know I said it in the beginning of January. I said, I feel like I've been so MIA and I apologize, but I'm here. I've just been focusing my energy elsewhere at the moment. And I don't know if any of you ladies are listening and you're like, Nikki, we didn't even notice. Uh, I would love to hear that because I felt like I was totally just dropped off the face of the planet. And same thing with social media. And I'm like, I'm here and I'm like semi showing up, but I'm not really like all in. And I did two things this morning. So I did a lot of things this morning. But one is when I went to record this podcast, I opened up to a page in my journal that unintentionally just opened up my journal and this page came up. And I want to write this down for you. So this was from, and again, I'm trying to hold this and (laughs) hold this book open and hold my microphone because I need the other page with my notes for what else I want to talk about. But I opened up. So this was December 19th of 2019. And I wrote the words, I am unstoppable. I will love myself, believe in myself, share my dreams, show up for myself, be a great mother, be an inspiring speaker, love with an open heart. What prompted me to write that? No clue. Like there's no context to why I wrote that. So I have no idea where that came from, but I loved it. Um, Actually, I think it came from finishing a workout program and maybe it was something at the end of the program, something like that. But I don't, I actually don't know uh, what that was, but I I just opened it up and I went, ah, yeah, I needed to see that today. And even within the last, I'd say 
week or so, no, the last like four, four or five days, things have certainly turned around. I've been inspired. I've been able to plan ahead. And again, I posted in the mastermind this morning. I went, you know, every, every week we set intentions and I said, you know what? I'm finally feeling like I can do something beyond what needs to be done in the moment. And I had to be okay with doing what needed to be done in the moment because that's what was going on in my life. And if I tried to worry about getting ahead and, and planning ahead and doing things that were ahead of myself, then I don't think I would have, I think I would have, I know, I don't think, I know I would have stressed myself out because how often do we feel like we're not doing enough and we feel like we need to do more. And the other day I was feeling inspired. So this was three days ago. I wrote down some ideas, you know, for like posts and messages and, and emails and things like that, like just ideas and topics that were coming to my mind. And one of the first ones, which goes along with what I'm talking about, is the flow, the ebbs and flows of life. And, and I think this was, this was me reflecting on finally kind of having some clearer headspace to really think ahead. And what's, what's funny is I'll give you a little bit of context, but, um, I was doing so many things at home and with my family that that was where my energy was focused. Uh, I had found out over the holidays that I was being offered a position to adjunct um, at my alma mater. Now, I have never taught in the classroom in my life. I have my MBA. I've been, you know, in the working world outside of college since 2006 for 14 years. Um, so I have experience, but, and I have shown interest in wanting to teach at the collegiate level, um, for a number of years. And I really made that known about two years ago when I wanted to leave my full-time job. So brief, brief little backstory here for you. So I knew that there was a potential position back in November, um, but I hadn't really heard anything. They hadn't confirmed anything up until the beginning of January. And it was like, okay, the class starts, you know, in a week and a half, would you like to have it? So I had to go through and figure out if I wanted the class. But in the meantime, all of this other stuff is happening. The kids are home from school. I've taken two weeks off from, you know, not two, two full weeks off, but I've taken time off work and uh, getting back into the swing of things for 2020. And all of these things were kind of moving that the class was there. I had ended up agreeing to take the class. I had worked it out with my schedule, with my part-time job, with my, you know, our executive director and had figured all those pieces out because I had to get that figured out first before I even thought about what to teach in the class. And I was also competing in my Toastmasters speech contest. So I had all of that going on where I'm speaking in the contest. And so I'm trying to rehearse this speech because I'm really, really intent on, on competing and continuing to compete. So Wednesday morning, so Wednesday of last week, which would have been the 15th, it was the 15th or the 16th. I'm not sure. It doesn't matter at this point. It was Wednesday of the week prior. That was the Toastmasters speech contest at my club. Then I was going to teach in the first class. And I was basically just presenting the syllabus. I wasn't planning on teaching the first class. So I had my syllabus done. And this is what I mean is I was doing the work that needed to be done in the moment. If it didn't need to be done in that moment, I wasn't doing it. So planning for the class, planning the content, that wasn't happening. I, it's funny is I tried to make it happen. I tried to plan for the class. I was looking at PowerPoints. I was looking at material, but it was as if I was looking at it and it was all speaking gibberish to me. I'm like, I, it was like Latin. I'm like, I feel like I'm reading Latin. I don't even know what any of this means. The terms, the words, I, 
I started to, I'm like, oh my God, am I actually going to be able to do this? Because I don't even like, I just couldn't comprehend the words on the paper. And I was really, really struggling. But I kept going back to this doesn't need to be done right now. I'm just going to have to come back to it later. What needs to be done right now? And that's, you know, rehearsing my speech and um, getting my syllabus together. Like those were true and then stuff for work. But those were true things outside of my my work. And then things for uh, a client that I'm helping and, you know, what needed to be done in that moment. If it didn't need to be done, it wasn't happening. And what happened was as soon as my speech was done, and I will tell you, if you don't watch my IG stories, I did win the speech contest. So I'm super excited. So I'm moving on to the next level, uh, which will be in the end of February. So I will compete in the next competition and then we'll continue to move up. And uh, this will then eventually lead to, if you're not familiar with Toastmasters, the International Speech Contest, uh, which is in Paris this year, nonetheless. So that's, that's truly what I have my sights set on that I'm excited about. Outside of that, I finished my speech, went and did my syllabus, gave the first class, which was slightly a hot mess and just kept saying I'm going to muddle my way through everything will be fine Uh, I ended it's a 50 I couldn't even make 50 minutes that's how much I was like brain dead so after about 30 35 minutes I let them go and I'm like just go and what happened was I took the book and so I had some time before I knew the next class was going to be coming in so I took the book and I opened it up and magically it was literally like magic I was going through the book and all of the material it's just like it clicked. I'm like, oh, I get it. Oh, I could talk about this and I could talk about that. And oh, I could share this video and, and I could take it in this direction. And all of a sudden, the ideas were just coming and flowing to me. And I'm writing and I'm writing and I'm writing. And, and it's funny, the next class starts coming in. So I'm sitting there for about 20 minutes, just writing and taking notes and just planning and thinking of things. And the next class comes in and they see me here. And I'm like, don't worry, you're in the right class. I'm not your teacher. I'm just, you know, here left over from the last class is essentially what I said to them. And, but what I realized, you know, later that day was, oh my God, it just, it all started to make sense. But my brain, my energy, I didn't have the energy or the, the space in my brain to take in new information. There was so much that my focus needed to be, to be on that was work and my clients and my speech and my family that my my brain space couldn't even comprehend and handle these tasks at hand. But as soon as that space was freed up, whew, it just it just flowed, literally flowed right out of me and it just felt so good. And it it brought me to this idea that truly life ebbs and flows. We have moments where we're all in on one thing, where Uh, You know, I was all in on my family for the holidays, for things that were going on. I was all in and my energy was focused on them. And then the only other things that were getting done for work or for my clients or any of that was something that needed to be done in that exact moment. If it was not a, you know, priority, I wasn't focusing on it. I knew I would get around to it when I could. And that's exactly what happened. I focused on that speech. I got my syllabus done. And as soon as I, I finished that class, my, my brain space was open to take in new information and to think about new things. And I want to share this with you because I think so often we feel, we feel this immense guilt over, I'm not doing enough. I'm not enough. I need to be doing more. Why aren't I doing more? And I even said it to the ladies in the mastermind. We're like, I'm sorry, I haven't been present, but know that I'm here. 
So I was doing the bare minimum. I was doing what needed to be done. And they understood and I was sharing that with them. Uh, I did it last week uh, with one of my clients where I had this work and I was like, oh man, there's, she, you know, I had received all of these emails and I wanted to respond, but I wasn't in the headspace to look at them and actually respond in a thorough way. So what I did was I sent an email and said, hey, or a text message, hey, so-and-so, I got, I got your emails. I want you to know that I saw them. Uh, I'm, very, I'm really swamped right now, but I'm going to get to them on Thursday or whatever I said or whatever day it was. I'm going to look at everything on Thursday and respond to you. And then same thing, I got around to responding to those emails, I think it was Friday morning, and I got to the point where I was like, okay, I need to, this is taking longer than I had anticipated, I have other things I need to do, I need to go work out, and I need to do this, and I need to do that. So I sent another email, I did all of the updates, I did the work I did, I sent another email, um, hey, so-and-so, I've done all of this work, I, you know, this is where we're at, and I laid out all of the next steps, and I was like, oh, here are the next steps, I'm going to get to this stuff over the weekend, um, let me know if I missed anything, or you see anything, or you have any changes, that was it, and the old, old me, me in the past, and I remember doing this, like, sitting at my desk, at my old office, and thinking, there's so much that needs to be done, and I'm never going to get around to doing it, but I couldn't tell people that I wasn't going to get to it because then I would feel guilty of I'm letting them down or I'm not doing enough. So what I would do is ignorance is bliss, right? Sometimes it is. In those cases, it isn't that if I just don't say anything, nobody will bother me and nobody will question me. But what that does is I think it makes people question you of I at least need to be upfront of saying, hey, I'm swamped, but here's where I am and this is what I'm doing. So when we get in those moments of being honest with, with others, with your boss, with your family, with your friends, with your clients, with whatever it is that you do and saying, hey, I got your stuff. I haven't had a chance to look at it, but I just want you to know that I got it and I'm going to get to it as soon as I can. And if you can't, I struggle not giving a time frame, and that's something that I need to work on of saying, I'm going to get to this as soon as I can. And that way I'm not holding myself you know, to a time frame. So I think in my one text message, I did say, hey, I will get to this on Thursday, but I didn't get to it till Friday morning. And I knew when I said Thursday, I'm like, oh, well, Thursday's a bit of a stretch. I don't know if I'm going to get to it on Thursday. So what I should have said instead was, hey, I got this. I'm going to get to it as soon as I can and then get to it on Friday. So and truly understanding that that's okay and being honest with people and saying, I'm not going to get to this right now, but I'm going to get to it as soon as I can. But I just want you to know that I received it. Or also saying, if somebody requests something from you saying, wow, now's really not a good time, but check in with me in a month or in a few weeks. And I actually had somebody do that to me and I totally respected it of, hey, I got all the information, a bunch of emails were going back and forth and his response was, I've got this, this and this going on, I'll be able to look at this in mid-February. And I went, okay, great, because then that takes pressure off of me because I've got a lot going on the next couple weeks. Okay, great, let's connect in February. But if he would have tried to push through, and I don't know if this is male and female in different ways we work, but if he were to push through and say, yeah, let's connect, that it wouldn't have it wouldn't have worked out because his brain space wouldn't have been there to comprehend the com conversation we were going to have and it's being honest and being understanding in that life ebbs and flows so there are times i'm very heavy 
focused on work. And my family has to understand that, that I've got this to do. Maybe it's an event coming up or I'm planning for something or, or it's the mom's retreat that I have going on. And, you know, the, the week or two leading up to that is going to be very intense and it's going to be very work focused. Uh, when I'm coming up on an event for a client that my focus is going to be on that event and getting everything together and making sure we're good to go. So it might mean less time with my family. It might mean a less clean house. It might mean me cooking less dinners. It might mean my husband stepping up to do a little bit more. But I have to, as long as I share that in advance and say, look, this is where I'm going to be at, then I'm okay. And then once that event is over, I can clear space for something else. But understanding that our focus, just as our life, ebbs and flows. And in the same token, knowing my priorities, and I'm saying my, but I want you to look at it as this way. I don't want to be preaching to you because it's something that I am obviously still working on and still understanding and still trying to find the best way to really do this. So knowing my priorities, know your priorities, what's important right now in this moment and focus on those. Focus on what your priorities are. And if it's not a priority in this moment, then just put it to the side. And if it's something that maybe somebody reached out to you and maybe they're saying, hey, we're we're doing this, you know, we're going out for a work happy hour. And you're like, oh my God, I do not have time for a work happy hour right now. I have got to go home and do this. Say no. I just watched this video that uh, Aaron Miller posted um, as a TED talk. And it was, uh, uh, I can't remember the title. Uh, I will actually link it up in the show notes here. But it's basically, you know, Marie... Uh, the, the lady who did the tidying up on Netflix. I never watched it, but I know about it. The, the magic of tidying up or the art of tidying up or whatever, clearing space. So she's talking about Marie Kondo. She's talking about clearing physical space. This woman on the TED Talk was talking about clearing mental space. And if you don't want to go to that baby shower, you don't want to go to that work event and it's not going to fill you up with joy, then don't do it. If it's not mandatory and you don't, you know, we all have jobs, we all have to do certain things and be in certain places, be at certain meetings. But if it's something that's not mandatory and it is just you going because you feel guilty that you're not there, then don't go. Save that mental space for something else and allow that clarity to happen for you. So knowing your priorities and focusing on those and letting go of all of the other stuff that's not important it helps doing those kinds of things helps me focus on what's important and to get out of that state of overwhelm of going, you know, I had a list a mile long of things I needed to do. And you know what? Since Wednesday, that list has slowly dwindled because I've had the mental capacity to do those things. So it's okay if that to-do list piles up and you're not getting to it right away. That's just a part of life. Know that if you're not getting into it right now, you're going to get to it later. And life is not always going to be stuck in that state of overwhelm. Although you will be stuck in that state of overwhelm if you allow yourself to stay there. But sometimes you just need to start to let things go. And it is so easy to fall into overwhelm because as moms, as working moms, we've got a ton of crap going on in our lives, a ton of crap going on in our lives. And we are just so, you know, we, we live in that state of busy of the kids have this and I have this and I'm working and, and this and that. And sometimes you just have to say, I can't get that to, to that right now, but I'm going to get to it as soon as I can. I can't come out to that happy hour tonight. I'm, I have to go home and be with my family and to not feel guilty about saying no to those things, to not feel guilty about saying no, and to being okay with those moments. So that's what I wanted to share right now. 
that life ebbs and flows and that I don't know why I shared the thing in the beginning, but I, maybe it helped you. Maybe it didn't. I don't know. Um, but knowing who you are and what you want out of life. And um, I'm not going to repeat it. I don't know if I need to. I'm like, did that really make sense to start this podcast with that? But life ebbs and flows. You will have moments where you are focusing on your work. You will have moments where you are focusing on your family. And it's just like a roller coaster. It goes up and down, up and down. And instead of trying to force it, Force that wave, those ups and downs to go into a straight line. Go with the flow. Because when you let the ease happen and you can go down with ease and then back up with ease, life becomes so much easier. Because guess what? We don't have to do it all right now. Yes, I'm sorry. I believe we can have it all. We might not. We can't have it all right now. We have to lean in and we have to allow ourselves to go with the flow. And when we're able to kind of go with that flow, we have those moments where maybe you're on a down dip and things are, you are just living in the moment and getting it done what needs to get done today. But then 24 hours later, I mean, two hours later, 10 minutes later, you could be in a moment where you're like, wow, I'm super inspired. My brain space is free. And, you know, maybe it is that, that upcoming meeting that's got you all stressed out. And as soon as just... Do what you need to do to get through into that meeting and prepare for that meeting. Focus your energy there. And then everything else that needs to get done, just do what needs to be done in the moment and you will get there. And then once that meeting's over, you know how you have that freedom of like, (gasps) you could take that big giant sigh and just let it out, let it out and then allow yourself to flow into the moment and then move up that mountain with ease and effort peak. And then you're going to come down again. Don't try to force that straight line. Because if you try to force that straight line, you're only going to live in stress and anxiety and overwhelm. And that is nowhere to live. Instead, live with ease and flow and joy and happiness. Because that's where you deserve to live. So that's my message for today. If this resonated with you, please let me know. I love hearing from you guys. When you guys leave me messages and tell me you listen to the podcast or send me an email or share it on your stories. If you take a screenshot and share it on your stories, make sure you tag me in it on Instagram and let other people know because the more we can share this message, the more we can have other women understanding everything about life, especially working moms, the ebb and flow of just going with it and understanding what, what you need to do in that moment. And then when you're feeling inspired to, to ride that wave and when you're not feeling inspired and you're going down to ride that wave as well. So share the message, get it out there because the more people we can share this message with the happier around our world and our women can be. So That's my message for you today. Thank you so much for listening. If you listened to the podcast from two weeks ago, you likely heard me announce our um, mom's retreat. The mom's retreat registration is officially open. It is Erin Miller from the Same Boat Huddle. Um, We are hosting this retreat together up in the Finger Lakes in New York at their cabin, Erin's and her family's cabin, a cottage, cabin, whatever you want to call it, on the lake. It is We are going to be doing healing and transformation and life changing and journaling and meditation. And we're going to set up um, an event. Uh, We're going to travel out to a horseback riding uh, path, business, farm. I don't know how you want to say it, but to learn how to work with the horses, to get in touch with our intuition. It just sounds like I'm so excited for that event and just for everybody being together and the healing and the transformation and the clarity that's going to happen while these, you know, 
eight women are on the retreat. That's, 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 you know, all of the room we have for this retreat and it's going to be beautiful and amazing and it's going to be hard and it's probably, it's going to break you open and any woman who's there is probably going to break open. I know there's going to be tears and change and transformation happening within those days. So anyway, I could go on and on about the mom's retreat. If you are interested in it and you want to learn more, reach out to me or Erin and let us know that you're interested Uh, or you can check it out at themomsretreat.com themomsretreat.com. All the information is there. Reach out to us. Let us know you're interested. We are a no carsman, no car salesman pressure. We are so not pressury. We want the right women in the room. And if this isn't right for you, we're not going to pressure you to be there because then you're not going to benefit from it. But if this is right for you, we want you in the room because we know the change that's going to happen. And we want to be right there with you side by side, um, work, helping you work through that change with Reiki healing and chakrity assessments and all uh, just everything, everything under the sun, filling you with, with nutritious food and moving your body and yoga and walking. And, you know, so it's, it's just going to be incredible and amazing. And I'm so excited for all of the women that decide to come. But, um, if that's you, I can't wait to hear from you. And, um, if you are listening to this, when it goes live, um, when you sign up before Sunday, January 26th, or by Sunday, January 26th, you get three coaching calls with Erin or myself, whoever you choose. Um, those coaching calls have to be used before the retreat, and they're just a preparation for you before you come in to really set you up for true I want to say success, but true transformation when you get there. So you would get three coaching calls um, prior to the event. They have to at least be one week apart from each other. But gosh, ladies, mm, this is going to be it's we were planning this for September. We had to reschedule it. And uh, yeah, it's going to be so, so amazing. And I know it's going to sell out. We had a number of women on the wait list. And um, if you didn't get on the wait list, just get in now because we know those spots are going to fill and we just cannot wait to be there with you. It is April 30th to May 3rd. It is a Thursday through a Sunday and uh, we can't wait to see you there. Okay. Thank you guys so much again for listening and for letting me ramble on at the end here about the mom's retreat. And uh, I will talk to you next week. All right. Thank you so much. If you are a working mom looking to start a side business, I have the perfect thing for you. Or if you already have a side business, but it's feeling like a lot of work and you want to make it easier for you and your family so that you can earn that extra income. If you're ready to do something you love that helps you to earn extra income, I'm going to give you the four things you need to start your side hustle today while still working your other job. And with these steps, you'll earn more income, have fun doing it, and start your successful side hustle. Because I know you can work, have a family, and create an income-producing side hustle. Not just a hobby, an income-producing side hustle. So if this is you, mama, Go on, get my side hustle starter guide, my For the Working Mom side hustle starter guide at NikkiGingrich.com slash side hustle guide. Go ahead and get it now. It's free for you to download. I just need your first name and your email and you will get immediate access to my four tips that to start your side hustle. So that's NikkiGingrich.com slash side hustle hustle guide. 
Go grab it now. It is all yours for free, my gift to you, because I believe working moms building side hustles, that it's possible, that we deserve it, and we can do it without burning ourselves out, and we can do it, enjoy it, and earn extra income. So NikkiGingrich.com slash side hustle. Thank you for joining me on the Stepping Up podcast. If you loved this episode, please take a moment to rate and review the podcast on iTunes so that we can share this message with more and more people. Together, let's redefine what life as a working mom looks like and feels like. Until next time, have a great one.